Ciao, sono Matteo Lane e sono contento di fare Growing Up Italian Podcast oggi in Brooklyn. E... Sì. My friend, uh, uh, what's his name? I only know his Instagram name. The n- no, the he al- he's always shirtless for Juicy P. Yeah, Juicy yeah. P. Yeah, so we him and I are trying to figure out when we can cook together. Yeah, he. I feel so. I saw that he was at that birthday yeah. party. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. always like, I wa- I'm trying to learn Italian. I'm trying to learn how to speak it. Da da da. da. I'm like, he's, you're doing great. He's you, guys good. Do, you guys would do great together. Yeah, I mean, we'd both be shirtless cooking oh, yeah. pasta. <laughs> it would be fantastic. Viral. Viral. <laughs> like in seconds. <laughs> He's we're going to be in Italy time? at the same time with each other, so we might do it there. Yeah, everything's good? So we're rolling? Yeah. Right. yeah, I could see that being viral. You also do cooking content, right? I do. But like, do you sprinkle that every so often? or? Um, I have a, on my YouTube channel, I just kind of like dedicated it to like, I'm going to do comedy, cooking, and then roasting locations. Like if I go to a new city, I usually like make fun of it. And um, like in a fun way. But yeah, the cooking thing just like took off and now I'm like writing a cookbook. Oh, are you? Yeah, it's like a cookbook and a series of short essays, like funny stories, like surrounding cooking and stories about cooking and stuff. Because, like, I want to call it, I'm not a chef and I'm also not an author. And, um, but yeah, I don't know, because I know how to cook pasta really well. So now I have, I have all these people, like, making my pasta recipes. Well, you definitely stuff. make it al dente. I do make it al dente. <laughs> al, dente, al dente. I know, I have my corno on today. I was, I found this shirt, I think it's a woman's shirt. Obviously, it's too small for me. But uh, I found it in Buffalo, New York at a thrift shop. And I was like, wow. I feel like that's a shirt uh, our friend Rosella would make, right? I feel like she <laughs> yeah. got one or two like that. She has like a lot of shirts like that. Yeah. But when someone like asks you, what do you do like for work? How well, do you if them? I don't know them, like if it's an Uber driver, I lie and say I'm an accountant because there's never a follow-up question. <laughs> no one's ever like really like, oh, what? Tell me more about numbers. But um, I usually, if, I, if someone asks like, what do you do? I say I'm a comedian. And then they're like, people don't really know what that means, <laughs> especially in Italy. I was with this taxi driver once, and he's like, "Ma che fa per lavoro?" And I was like, "You sono un comico." Ma che 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 cos'è? And I was like, "You know, un comico, like la battute, you faccio le scherzi." Yeah. No, 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 ma è canti bali, ma che? And I'm like, "No, I just tell jokes." He couldn't do get it. Do they have that in Italy? Like, so they me? they do not. I mean, so yes, they they do. My friend Saverio and my friend Francesco Di Carlo are like the two big Italian comedians, but mm-hmm. they're they're really trying to push like sort of New York style comedy, American mm-hmm. style comedy, where it's not just like, you know, cause Italian TV shows, we know what those are. It's like, yeah. there's yeah. a host, she's in her early hundreds. Exactly. She's early had, hundreds. you know, <laughs> Buongiorno, benvenuto oggi, che ce l'abbiamo. And then there's like <laughs> people crying about someone's dead family member. And then there's a naked woman. And then they bring on like the comic yeah, yeah. who kind of like comes in with a funny face. So I was going to say like the comics in Italy, I feel like are more like skit driven. Yeah. Almost, yeah. Like, Mad TV esque, yeah, almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, but but my friend Francesco's doing like an amazing job. It's cool. we do shows together when we're in Italy, and you could do a whole set in Italian. I have, but we've Whoa. done a we've done a mix where we're together and back and forth, like back and forth. Yeah, like we sit on stage and we'll chit chat and stuff. But when I did my last show in Rome in October, it was probably for like four hundred people, mm-hmm. and they were all 
It was mostly international, so you kind of, I do like a mix of English and Italian. Like men's immense? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like I have to like translate for myself, because I can look in the Italian's eyes whether they understand it or not. Yeah. I'll be like, well, I went to the store the other day, l'altro giorno che sono andato al negozio, and then they're like, oh. But then they clap a lot. They don't laugh as much as American comics are used to. They like. I feel like clapping is... It's annoying. More, it's, no, it's more though. It's like more like yeah. They're probably coming at the worst times. Like he didn't finish the punchline. Oh yeah, I haven't even started the premise, and they're like, <laughs> "I understand." I'm like, "Okay, clapping." Like, yeah, it. English, English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no comics, we want to hear laughter, but I get it. Like they're still adapting to like, you know, stand up in, in a weird way. Well, we we kind of just jumped into this, but everybody, we love to welcome. Matteo Lane. Ciao, buongiorno. I was going to say Matteo Lane. No, perché il cognome del mio padre, che yeah. non è italiano. Yeah. So, you're half Italian Lui. and yeah. half Irish. Yeah. And How did some that Mexi- happen? And you're... some Mexican. And some Mexican. Oh. Yeah, we have a real, I have a real uh, deep history with You like the green my... and white. We <laughs> love it. We like a real simple flag in my <laughs> family. Because <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah. the Irish flag could be mistaken for Italian, so yeah. right. that's always the idea. And you have Irish food and you're like, well, this isn't good. But... <laughs> You speak mm-hmm. very good Italian. Like Grazie. When I was doing when I was doing my homework, I'm watching some of the skits and um, some of your stand up, and you did a show at um, I don't want to say the wrong club, but it's definitely New York. I don't know if it was Governors or um, the Cellar. Or yeah, whatever. Comedy Cellar. Yeah, Comedy Cellar. Right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you're like, are there any Italians in here? There's like two, and right away you started talking to them in Italian, and you were doing what you just were saying, like going back and forth English to Italian. So is that like part of your sets a lot? Like, um, not mm-hmm. really. I mean, like that 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 was just sort of some crowd work stuff I posted just for fun. But like my normal set, I don't really. I used to have all these jokes about being like being Italian and stuff. But then this current hour that I'm working on is sort of more about like me and my hair surgery and comments from people online. And, well, you had hair surgery? Yeah, yeah. I got it done in August. I'm like a fucking chia pet. It just grew in. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it, it looks good. I know. It's and I, I didn't go know. to Turkey. I didn't want to sit on a plane with a bunch of other men with a wrapped head. Look like I just ate a fucking so, gusher. But so where'd you go? I went to in New York, Upper East Side, a place oh, in the nice. Upper East Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I wanted gonna, to be. I got, I'm gonna be very Italian right now. Quando gost? No, I, you know, at a, you know, it's good. School, good. Uh, school, yeah. yeah, ho fatto bene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Hey. No, because like I always like thought about this, you know, because would you ever go back? Yeah. It's too late, you think? I'm just like, what he said about Turkey, like, I don't want to be wrapped up like a Starburst. Yeah, no, I wanted to be ugly at home. I didn't want to sit on a flight and go through customs with, like, a wrapped head and be like, you know, what'd you bring back? My hair. Like, I didn't, I wanted to, like, have a, a, a smooth recovery. Yeah. And my friend Nick picked me up, and it was obvious who was there to pick me up because he was the only man in the office with a purse and uh, <laughs> and hair. And um, the doctor was like, okay, Mateo is ready to go, but the drugs haven't worn off yet, so Nick, you're going to have to help him into the car. And Nick goes, let's go, Lindsay Lauhan. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, great. Nightmare. That's great. Yeah. But so my hour right now, I don't talk. Oh, I do talk about pasta because I talk about when I made a recipe for carbonara and then this girl her comment, and then I just go into like a 15-minute bit basically digging into her comments. But I, maybe by next hour, I'll talk more about it. We uh, recently had um, another Italian-American comic, Anthony Rodia. Mm-hmm. And during the show, we were saying that Italian-American comics, the, the second they get big, they forget about their Italian heritage. So is that what you're doing? Um, <laughs> no, I don't think I could forget it. I think <laughs> I make too much pasta, and I also have this face. So I'm not sure. <laughs> 
I'm not sure that I could. I'm in Italy like five times a year. You literally just landed yesterday. I, I'm yeah, less than 24 hours ago. I was just, I haven't spoke English in a week and I'm jet lagged. I'd still be sleeping right now if I were you. I so forced I myself to stay awake. Here. I took a, I drank espresso. I drank black coffee black <laughs> when I got home yesterday, and then I just stayed up and played Fortnite with my friends until like. Oh, okay. oh you play Fortnite? Obsessed. My son, my son plays nonstop. I that's the only way I can communicate with children is about Fortnite. Really? Yeah. The owner of the comedy cellar, Noam, he had his two kids there, just sitting at the comics table. I don't know how to talk to kids, you know. But then they're like five and six, and then somehow we got onto Fortnite. I was like in a deep conversation with them. I was like, okay, but I build. All right, but you, no, I hate that gun. You know, like we're just <laughs> talking to kids. My son is seven years old, and I've never seen like anyone so into anything. Like, he literally, when he's not playing, he's watching YouTube videos of guns and yeah. what's n- new, like, out in season. Of Fortnite guns. Fortnite, Fortnite guns. guns. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're a little more fun than real guns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Wait, do you stream or? I was for over the pandemic. Cause I, before I really started blowing up, um, I was trying to figure out ways to make money in the pandemic because obviously <laughs> it couldn't work. And uh, I started streaming Fortnite videos and I paid rent that way. Yeah. And I, I had, awesome. I can't tell you, I had the best fucking time. My friends and I made the best time of it. We would stream for like six hours a day. That was a great time. As sad as it was, obviously, for the world, but that was a great time to just, you know, be at home and actually be able to play video games for as long as you want. Yeah, it could be a total piece of shit and not feel bad about it. Because no, there's no FOMO yeah. for me. I'm like, Chris Rock's at home right now. None yeah. of us are working. Yeah, none of us. So, yeah, let me become like a Except Fortnite me. star. You know, I was, uh, what do you call him again? Uh, an essential worker? Yes, I was an uh, essential worker. You know, making paninis for everybody. I'm not essential. We were selling toilet paper to the community. I, You're such an Italian. I was so proud because <laughs> people were coming to the store like, I get 10 toilet papers? I'm like, no, you get two. You got to save more for the next guy. But that was like a thing where yeah. people like... My nonni, I remember worrying, you know, everyone worried about their grandparents. And I, I talked to my grandparents probably like twice, three times a week. And I called them and I was like, you guys don't notice the difference anyway. You don't leave your basement anyway. You've got food stocked up for nine months and enough toilet paper to save a flood happening downtown Chicago. You guys don't even know what's going on. They're so like, you know me are in Chicago. And everyone's in all in the same pretty much block, my so whole family. You grew up in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Arlington Heights because people are going to get really upset, which is, you know, where Sebastian Maniscalco's from. Okay. Well, Arlington has So a, wait, so Arlington Heights has the two great like it's got a lot two, of talent. A lot of talent. I know. We're we for a very uninteresting place. You yeah. guys stick together over there or uh You're from my Chicago? cousins and I Chicago I know my accent's so bad. I moved to the city when I was seventeen and to lived New York. No 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 to Chicago, like oh, downtown like downtown? living in the city city. And uh then I moved to New York when I was twenty five. Okay. Now I'm thirty six. There is actually a lot of Italians in Chicago. Yeah, but it's a different type of Italian. <laughs> The first time I was in, I, I'm still fascinated by New York Italians. I remember this one guy was like, you talk Italian? I was like, certo. He's like, I mean Brooklyn Italian. I was like, I don't <laughs> Do know you say means. super sad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got so scared. I'm like, I'm really scared of you. How you doing? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I get so nervous around that kind of energy. I answer questions they don't even ask. They'll be like, hey. I'm like, good, thanks. <laughs> what do you think makes someone a real time? Um... Uh, a mustache at seven. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've had this mustache since I was six years old. Are you serious? No, of course not. Okay, but I, I did get it young. I feel like Guinea's, you know, like we're Italian. Should I say that word? Sorry, is that all right? Whatever, yeah. Italian. Um, you know, Italian kids, like we we get, we're, we're pretty hairy. 
Yeah. I feel like pretty I could soon. attest to that. Yeah. I do think no. it's like, 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 no, like, cause I go back to Italy a lot to visit family or, or friends. And I do think it's like, it's, it's a, it's the, it's the attitude like towards family and towards like how dramatic everybody is and stuff. You know, I think that makes you Italian, not so much like, you know, us all wearing gold chains. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's like authentic Italian to me because we've been getting so much hate on our social platforms that we're not real Italian and our parents were born there. And like, we went back every summer to me, like to really be authentic. You got to at least like visit Italy yeah, and have family in Italy, like have like something to trace back to. Not even if like you have like your first cousin there, but like when you go to Italy, there's like people that are excited to see you. Yeah. That makes you Italian. In my I, I think too, like, you know, like I have a, my third largest following on Instagram is Italy. Which I think is hysterical, and it's all because I was making fun of fettuccine alfredo. And the, actually, did I? Did you guys? I didn't tell you guys this story. I was making in the, one of those clips. This American girl, I was like, I'm like, you went to Italy? I'm like, did you eat fettuccine alfredo? And I was like, you know, it's not real, you stupid idiot. Like it was oh, yeah, going off. Yeah. Then every all the Italians from Italy, it got like millions of views. All the Italians, grazie Matteo, eh, non è vero. And then Alfredo alla scrofa. The restaurant started writing me. We are real. Well, that's the guys that invented it. Yes, right? and then I was going to Italy the next week, so I called Francesco Di Carlo and I was like, "Hey, let's go do a video with them, yeah. and they can show us the real Alfredo." So we went, and they could not have been nicer. They had their son Tommaso. He showed us like how they make it, and they sat us down in the restaurant, the whole thing. And then I made another joke about like, "Okay, it is real." Like it was such a like a one eighty from that joke, but so Matteo, yeah, fettuccine Alfredo, yes, authentic or not. Which do I prefer? No, is it authentic Italian? Or um, not? Well, I would, it's... All right, how do I answer that? It is authentic. It's authentically a dish created in Rome. It's but it is not so a, it's a dish. it's a Roman dish. It's, a, it's in, like, literally one piazza. But <laughs> it's not, like, a, no one else in Italy eats it. Or if they do, they say pasta semplice, pasta burro con parmigiano. Yeah, yeah. They would never say, like, you know, questo fettuccino Alfredo. Perché per loro fettuccino Alfredo significa un nome. È una yeah, it's persona. a guy, the chef that made it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, but they, you know, they, I don't, I think their idea now is like American fettuccine Alfredo where people are like putting grilled chicken on it. Broccoli. Broccoli. Shrimp. That's Olive Garden special right there. Olive Garden. Did you ever see the video of me going to the Olive Garden? No, I didn't see that one. Uh, I think it was here. It was like in a random state, right? No, it was in New York. I went with my friend Nick, who's as gay as a picnic basket. Strictly content? Yes, we just went to film it. (laughs) And it was, and the waiter dropped all the dishes in front of us. The food was horrible. You guys got to watch it. I'm going to watch it after this. One of my favorite videos. We tried it one time to go here before we upgraded the studio when we had just a table. And uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could go like a lot of other places, and, and I go to two night. places for Italian food in the city. Where, I go to ones? Piccola Cucina, fire, because that's the only place to get real good Italian pasta. Every you know when a place has a lot of servers that are Italian and they yeah. come over and they're like, "Ciao." They're so nice. Matteo, come stai? Allora. You know, like, they're so sweet. And then I go to Ribalta for pizza. I've never been great. to Ribalta, but <gasps> everybody tells me it's amazing. It's all from Italy. Great. Amazing food, great pizza, and the the pizzaiole who like you know like runs the whole thing. He looks like this huge, big, scary Italian guy. He's so nice. Matteo, grazie per essere venuto. Ma che tipo di pizza lo vuoi oggi? I'm like, oh my god. You get all the nice Italians. Yeah, I do get all well, the nice Italians. Because he looks like a zip. <laughs> he looks like a real. We get all zip. the. What's a zip? Like someone that's off the boat Italian. 
Oh, people don't think I'm a, well until I start talking. They can hear my accent. Then in Italy, they're like, "Oh no, okay, where are you from?" You're first How? generation, right? No, my my grandparents are from Italy. Okay, so we I'm like beep, beep, second, third. So second, you're you're second. you are Italian on your mom's side. She was born here. Yeah, but you speak really good Italian. For I just how I, did you learn? I went back to Sicily when I was a kid. We have family and family friends in Sicily, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to go to Sicily. And then I went when I was fifteen for like a month. And I just fell in love with it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm all, I'm all, I'm going to do this every year." So no one speaks English there, so I literally left and then came back, and I was fluent in one month, almost. Oh. Well, and then the next year, then I lived in Italy for like five months in northern Italy, and I studied at a painting school in Umbria. We lived in like one of those small towns on a hill. The population was like 200 people. That's so cool. It was amazing. Yeah. I kept calling it the Harry Potter town, <laughs> and we lived in an old convent like a converted convent. So I slept where the nuns used to sleep and the, the room literally fit like a twin size bed. And that was it. And that was where I lived for five months. And then the, but we were and like, this was your, your choice to do this. Oh yeah. It was, I was, it was the best experience of my life. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. Really, really fun. But I was the only kid who spoke Italian at the school because everyone else is American. So I was like translating so we could like communicate with the other kids. And that's how you time. really like probably learned how to speak Italian. Yeah. In that moment. Yeah, and now I would say, yeah, I'm I'm definitely fluent in Italian, but yeah, just you, Italian, Italian. And it's rare for a second generation. I feel and you're mixed. What you said, Irish, Mexican. So. <laughs> the history. My grandfather's Mexican, and he had five kids with my nonna, and then five kids with another woman wow. at the same time, and then named them all the same names so he didn't confuse them. No wow. So, so dead so like, serious. Two Joaquins, wow. two Lisas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my nonna did some real Italian shit. So he's original Noah's Ark. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was thinking. Wow. And uh, he... But anyways, you know, he... They but was divorced. it exact, like, two... Two, it was like, three of the kids, three out of the five. They all this two Joaquins, two Lisas, two, and my nonna somehow got my uncle Jack's name legally changed his birth certificate from Joaquin to Jack. I don't know what Italian bullshit she did. I don't know how you change a birth certificate. She got a guy. She did it. She, she had many guy. guys. Yeah. <laughs> then she remarried a Sicilian who raised me. So I was born. That explains it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was born um, with just a Sicilian grandfather and a Napolitano grandmother and that was my life and that's how i that was my connection to my culture because they're super super italian but in reality i'm like oh yeah i'm also i'm actually mexican and italian real real chicago guy one thing i wanted to talk about was like your come up was crazy i remember when we first started our page like you were one of the like one of the og followers because i remember seeing your name all the time mateo liked your photos oh i love it i couldn't get enough did you start off as a Comedian or was it like modeling, I believe? Yeah, that's a great, this is a great question. I'm a homosexual, if you haven't noticed by my voice. Um, <laughs> I, before, like the thing to do for like, you know, there's like black Twitter, mm-hmm. there's gay Instagram. Okay. So I was just like a part of gay Instagram. Because people weren't posting jokes, like until Andrew Schultz started posting his jokes online and Sam Morell. Wasn't a thing. No one posts yeah. their jokes. So I was like, I'm just trying to get dick. So I was just like, <laughs> you know, and, and gays were like, we'll take nice pictures of you. I'm sure it was me too, like a thousand times. And, um, but great photos as a result. So just on Instagram, it was like that. You're saying, yeah. And then once the pandemic hit, you said you said gay Instagram. 
was like, didn't know if it was another app or something. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's redundant. Instagram in itself is kind of gay, but uh, no, it's just like <laughs> a part of the world of Instagram that is just like the gay Instagram, like gay memes. Because yeah, gotcha. I follow yeah, yeah. Italian meme pages and gay meme pages. I think I say gay Italian meme pages. I was like, what the hell is that? Maybe about? we could uh, start one of those. Mean, um, it's not sauce. It's 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 not gravy. It's sauce. I don't know. <laughs> you know sass. Uh, with like with a TS. It's not end. sauce. It's sass. You know, <laughs> gay Italian. I could do it. That's yeah, great. yeah. Would you say your mother and your stepfather like super old school though? Like, how was it coming out? Did they like freak out? I'm. You know, I will say my Sicilian grandfather uh, grew up. Uh, he got sick at five years old, went completely blind. And his family had no money. And he put himself through law school and became a judge. And he had to deal with any kind of adversity you could possibly think of growing up. And uh, I think the way I was really raised by my grandparents a lot. I mean, they were just all. That's the difference. Like, the reason I think I, I lean so much towards the Italian is because, like, my dad's family, wonderful people. But his parents, my grandparents, I think I saw them, like, Five times growing up, they moved to like another oh, really? state and they were just like strangers to me, which I think is actually a more normal American way, like or somewhere in the yeah. middle. Mm -hmm. My mom's family, it's like I talk to them every day. They, they know everything about me, blah, blah, blah. And so I think my grandpa, you know, taking on a, a, a wife with five kids like, a, you know, and uh, being blind and all that. He doesn't care. I and think and they, they I talk to them about everything. There's not a single thing that I would say to them where they would ever like ever judge me for it. I think this is something we don't talk about enough, but that whole, that whole, what you just said about being close with your nonni, now that they're here, if you were lucky enough to have that, I make it a thing to at least see my nonna once a week. You have to. Because you don't ever know. Like, life is short and then you're going to regret it. Like, you're saying someone that hasn't seen their nonna, like you saw them five times. My, my dad's the yeah, Irish that's, ones. That's crazy. The Italian ones are like, a huge part of my life. I mean, my grandpa is like a huge father figure to me. It's like, I, I don't know. And it's sad now because... You like, call him grandpa or no, no? We call him Pops. He wanted me to call him Pops. I don't know why. Oh, uh, I want to be called Pops. <laughs> you know, he closes his eyes. Uh, yeah, I never understood the Pops or the Pop Pop. People? I don't know. My, yeah. my kids call their grandfather Pop Pop. Pop pop. I'm like, what the hell is a pop pop? <laughs> it a sounds type, like a, a type of soda in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, by the way, Chicago, they call soda pop. I've heard soda Not pop. Not soda pop, no, no. just pop. Oh, yeah, just they call pop. soda, yeah. comma, pop. So what do you, if you want like Coca-Cola, what do you say? I'll have pop. a pop. What kind? Coca-Cola. Crazy. Or Coke. Diet Coke. Why not just say, can I get a Coke? You could if you wanted to, but they say, like my Aunt Cindy would be like, I'm going to Jewel who wants pop. Yeah. Like, that's like a real Chicago. You want pop? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want, pop my fucking bimbo? What are you talking about, pop? But my grandparents, I, I feel bad because now, like, they're just, they're 86 and 87, and we're just now starting to deal with, like, you know, they're getting older, yeah, and it's yeah. it's sad. It's really sad. Scary so thought, yeah. I'm talking to my nonna, like, my nonna had to go to the hospital for, like, a heart thing last week, so I'm in Italy literally rushing home to get on the phone to call the hospital to get a hold of her. You know, we talked for like an hour, and she's got a great attitude, but it sucks. That's really hard. It's important that you call them, though. You have to. And yeah. I look if if something, God forbid, you know, the day that that comes, I'll have zero regrets. Exactly. I they knew how much I loved them. I, there's no, I don't. There's not a single like I have a lot of gay friends who like never told their grandparents, just never let them know. I'm like that's such a 
it's sad because you couldn't share with them who you were, but they were yeah. afraid. And the, so I feel very blessed. I come from a family that's super open and, but we're also like a really funny family. So you have to make it like I had, you had, I had to learn how to make it funny so that they could process what I was going through. And as a result, now it's like, great. how did you make it funny? I mean, for, I, for example, my uncle Mike, he's always trying to think of ways to make money. And he was like, because I used to draw for a living. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Mateo, I got an idea. What What if we go into business of making gay greeting cards, you know? And, uh, and then <laughs> He's my, always at Zio trying to make a million overnight. Tons. <laughs> tons. I have like four of them. And he, my Aunt Cindy's literally, she didn't even look up. My Aunt Cindy just goes, and what's it going to say? Happy birthday from a gay? And he's like, no, Cindy, please. And I said, they have gay greeting cards, Uncle Mike. It's pictures of dicks. He's like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and then he comes back and he's like, all right, I got a second idea. This is when Obama was in office. We do a painting of Obama. Sell it. We'll make money. My aunt said, he goes, yeah, and if he doesn't like it, say I'm sorry from a gay. <laughs> my, my, okay, here's an Italian thing. Watching, like, your aunt and uncle fight is entertainment. Oh, Nothing yeah. is funnier but than me watching, watching them scream at each watching other. Watching your mom and dad fight is not, though. Yeah, but my dad, yeah, you're right. But like it's I, more funnier with like when my mom and dad fight. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. You, but you there's know? like a difference between real fighting and then like performative fighting. Yeah, like Domenico, you know I mean? like that's our uncle. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. My uncle, we just posted him. He has like a funny little mustache. He actually looks like you kind of, not like a younger version that, of you. That might be you in like 30 years. Yeah, I can't, I'll, I'll I can't show you wait. the video after. But basically like he always makes jokes that like when he works in, uh, he owns a deli here and he's like, I see this girl, she's so beautiful. And like he says the same three jokes yeah, in different same, ways. Same line. But um, when they <laughs> argue, it's hilarious. He's like, Shut up! You know, nobody wants you. You know you're old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uncle Mike. What time he was? We, he broke his uh, ankle once, and it was the the bane of our existence for the three months it took him to heal it. And we're sitting at the kitchen table, and he sees a person run by, like going jogging. He's like, "I wish I could run." And my aunt's, and he's like, "You've never run a day in your life. Now stop!" And he's like, "This family never believes in me." <laughs> oh, it's so his good. His voice sounds familiar, like someone from Family Guy. I'm yeah, like a, he sounds like a villain. He's very like hello. <laughs> Um, this my real uncle Mike's voice is more like it's it's Southside Chicago, so Mateo. Uh, my my buddy Eddie Barnes and I saw this uh, thing in the sky, and uh, could have been a UFO. I mean, that's like how he talks. That's that's, that's like Nicky Smigs, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Him and I have similar accents. I love to him going around his nonna's house, being like, "Of course, we need like <laughs> like." Whatever, Patriots won 1974 yeah. poster yeah, yeah, yeah. in the basement frame. <laughs> I did a video of me, me and my nonna's house. Did you guys ever see it? Oh, no, we didn't like, do all our homework, clearly. Oh, you guys would that. love it. I'm like, like, welcome to, like, how do you know you're from an Italian, you're known as Italian? And then I'm like, showing well, the living room A lot room of people were doing that, though, in, in like our defense. No, it was like a competition. Exactly. Whose who grandma had the most Italian house. With the Cella Luna in the background. Cella Luna. And then, were you doing like this with every we day? Didn't, I didn't do this one, but I did walk around with my Aunt Cindy and my Aunt Lisa, and it was like, the, I, there was like the red carpet in the room you can't go in with vacuum lines that she could win. If there was some sort of an Olympic sport who had the best vacuum lines, my Nana would win. There was, you know, China cabinet you don't use, two kitchens, one downstairs, one upstairs, yeah. fake flowers, fake candy, you know, Jesus everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Then there's like that Jesus, that baby Jesus, or like the, the something of Prague. Whatever, but it looks like Lady Gaga. So I always tell my nonna, I'm like, oh, you got Lady Gaga. No, it's baby Jesus. Like, our nonna got a crazy Saint collection. There's too right. many to even name. We, our nonna, I don't know if I should even admit this, but she has like a life-size saint in her. <laughs> Literally like life-size. And all of us cousins, we would always like grow up saying like, oh, like if you go to use the bathroom, he's right by the bathroom. <laughs> so 
Like if you're going to pee at like three o'clock in the morning and you forget, yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> like you, like you're going to heaven or something. You know? yeah, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> like I wasn't prepared to uh, admit all my sins. I just have to go pee. <laughs> yeah. You know. Recently, with uh, Easter just passing, Buona Pasqua, Buona Pasqua, everybody. This this will be a couple of weeks after Easter, but um, we were with our nonna, and I actually was like talking to my cousin and my sister. And I was like, but did Jesus really, like, resurrect and go to the sky? Like, or did they just, like, remove his body? And then by Nonna, like, got so mad at me. <laughs> and then, like, she's like, you got to believe. Like, she was going, like, going on a crazy rant. And it really made me, like, realize every generation we get removed, we kind of, like, lose a little bit of that. Like, in my house, I don't have 80 saints. Like, they... They, like, believed in these old times in Italy. The only thing you had was faith, you know? Literally, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also, like, storytelling and before, like, TV and podcasts and radio and stuff, you know, and, like, it was exactly. So that's That's what I compared it to. I go, that was the original Growing Up Italian podcast. <laughs> and Nona got so mad. But I'm like, that's think about point. it. Like, I think a lot of things were religion. And I don't want people to think I'm not, you know, super religious because I, I think I am. But... I think back then, like to keep kids in line, you almost had to scare them with saints. And it's like a like more that. advanced Santa Claus. Yeah. Dio guarda tutto. Padre Pio. You know, Which like, is such a weird thought to have. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you in the bathroom God taking a piss. Yeah. Right. Jesus is, am I doing good? Well, Catholics are the only ones that get mad at thought crime. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh you can't God. even think something yeah. bad. Right. You're like, where, where can I go? You know? This is a perfect example. Fact or cap? Fact or cap? Yeah. You know what that is? No. Like, Fact means true. Right. Cap means like... No, you know what cap is. Come on. You don't know what cap is? You never heard somebody say... All right, let's say if I'm lying, like, Mateo, I have a six-pack. You just go to me, cap. Really? Yeah, like... Is this like a New York thing? It's like a Gen Z thing, I guess, maybe. Oh, forget Gen Z. (laughs) All right, well, anyway. Fact or cap? Adam and Eve. Oh, Cap. What are you talking about? Really? First of all, Adam was gay as a picnic basket. Um, and so was that snake. Is it um, easy to tell? Y- yeah. I mean, did you see him? But, um, you know, and the snake too, like, hey, girl, I want this apple. Like, gays are usually trying to get women to, like, you know, like, at a bar, like, sure, have one more drink. Mangia la fruta? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the mangia la fruta. The snake wanted Adam for himself. Um, but yeah, that's a good Cap. Yeah, see, we were talking with uh, Rocco's brothers, and we were saying how the Old Testament... A lot of those stories are like ridiculous. They're insane. First you know? of all, the first of all, the Old Testament God is a wild, unrational human being, or like you know, thought. You know what I mean? Like he's, I don't know what he is. But he's crazy. Like he was, it was like Chris Stefano. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. microdosing. He was like, he's like, I'm gonna kill your kid if you uh, unless you show how much you love me. He's like, fine, I'll kill him. Just kidding. Like the fuck, the <laughs> fuck is, is this story? I can yeah. see so many of our, our followers get mad and say we're not Italian. Imagine if we're like starting to question religion on TikTok. Fact you, or cap? Like, look at these guys. They bring a gay on and suddenly yeah, yeah, they hate exactly. God. This Fuck is the, the episode that it's going to piss a lot of people off. Yeah. Well, TikTok's probably going to censor it. Do you think people well, are going to get mad at this? It's okay. Let them get mad. Yeah, Fact yeah. or cap? Okay. God built the world in seven days. Cap. <laughs> Took him eight, right? Cap. What are we talking about? <laughs> If you go to the doctor and you believe in science, then you should probably believe it took billions of years for the world to form itself. They have proof. They dig into the earth and Antarctica and read all of the dirt and ice. And they could say, this is 5.6 billion years old. Wow. 
I mean, bro, everything is a lie. That's man. it. That's a everything great answer. Is a lie. But you know what? It's like like religion is a way for people before science and before like it was a way for them to have like a concept of the world because otherwise it's too overwhelming. Yeah, so yeah. you have to say like, okay, this is I the agree. story. This is what this I agree with. Created. Yeah. I think that you can say, you can be, you can have a belief and also understand science too. Like I think your brain can kind of make, although my nana, she's like, I'm not a monkey. I'm not yeah. a monkey. That's what I was saying. I'm so like, you no believe in, said you're an ape. You like, believe in evolution. Now. I mean, come on you now. come from of something. Of course. Just look at our skin color. That's yeah. evolution. It's like based off where you are on the earth is how your skin is going to adapt to the sun. Yeah. There's evolution. It's like crazy. Yeah. This is like all, everything we believed in, like everything we were taught, it's all a lie. And that's what yeah. I learned from. I think it's just order, keeping order in the world. Like, but a right. weird order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> agree. You know, yeah, I like, mean, even with religious, there's huge differences. Like you said, order, like some people that fast for hours in their religion, like that is super tough. Like we do as Catholics, we do nothing that extreme. Well, well we, have we try not to murder. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely one. But then, even like our big thing is like not having meat on Fridays. Oh, I forgot it was Good Friday, and I went out to, with my friend Eden on Pietro, and we were ordering food, and they both ordered. Uh, like a cacio pepe and like a pasta burro with I don't know and then I was like carbonara and they're like oh no we, we're not having meat today I'm like why like I'm so far removed from religion I'm like I'm eating I'm like why why not like, <laughs> oh we're not supposed to eat meat on this Friday I'm like oh yeah I forgot everyone's you like follow religious. that though no 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 I had to stop I'm already going to hell so I don't why do you think why do you say that I'm gay <laughs> so wait you think you think that's like really a sin because something I don't and believe in religion, so to me, it's like so much religion talk. Well, that's pro- that's you know, probably we don't have to talk about. I don't. I didn't want to come on here and people are going to suddenly hate me for no, talking no, no, about no, religion. I, I, I thought I, I was going to talk about my nana from left field. I do believe the Pope did just release a statement a few weeks ago that homosexuality is okay. Yeah, you're good, bro. Oh, you're good. He's in a dress. I would hope he would say it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. That's crazy. Honestly, no, he said that he did. It, that's not quite the quote. He was. It's it's like they're always doing that. They're like gays aren't that bad you know what i mean like there's a what um, but it is an interesting conversation what um so the way like i reached out to you was we were in a car. grinder i'm kidding no. <laughs> no. just kidding tinder yeah but, uh, we I were kicked off tinder what they said i was impersonating mateo lane and they banned me for no life. way really? yeah oh you don't God. use raya I'm on Raya, but it's stupid. They show you six people a day, and they all live in Brussels and South Africa. I'm like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? How am I supposed to get coffee with someone who lives in fucking New Zealand? What is this? Do you have the Raya plug? What's the Raya plug? Like, you have to get referred. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, some people, I want to be on Raya. You want to pay $20 a month to feel like a a cool... I think it works for, like, rich, hot, white women who are looking for money. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm none of those. I'll vouch for this. The blue check on Instagram is hidden for me right now. It's the best fifteen dollars I ever spent them on. Oh, you you I did it. The, me and Chris Stefano got it at the same time for guy code. Oh, that's we how did you guys it years got it? ago. That's we awesome. did. I'm an old school blue check. Yeah, not me. Now it means nothing because it's someone with six hundred followers as wow, a blue you just check. Pull like, my Ugh. heart out. Well, you just shit on my life. Just saying. <laughs> I'm debating whether I should do it or not. Still, I mean, you. Should, I mean, yeah. It's <laughs> whatever you want. Would you pay fifteen dollars for your blue check to keep it? Uh, to keep it? Yeah. Like if they well, hit you at this point, yeah, because it's like people are already trying to make pages to impersonate me mm-hmm. and then message people that follow me and being like, thanks so much for being my fan. And if you want to submit money to this and that, you know what I mean? So it's good to like have the blue checks so people are like, okay, well, that's the real one. 
Mm-hmm. One question I wanted to ask you, Mateo, is like, what's your demographic? Do you have an idea of like um, your, your crowd? Ma- mainly gay men and and straight women. So is it easy to like you know get to know people? And, you know like to I mean? fuck? Yeah. It's always yes. <laughs> trying to say it the nice way. Yeah, it's always easy to fuck. I'm homosexual, but it's <laughs> you know. But I'm trying to find like some. I I I'm not so interested in like hookups. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, sure, every once in a while it's great. You yeah. know, but like. Grinder is such a powerful and dangerous app. Uh, but I would like to, like, find someone to, like, actually be in a relationship with. But it's hard, especially doing comedy. Like, I'm touring, and I don't know. It's, you seem like a very busy guy. I'm so. a very busy... Although you, I'm not touring Are you looking for, summer. like, a ride or die? Uh, like the Bonnie to your Clyde, you know? I don't know. That seems pretty extreme. No. I mean, maybe someone who I can play video games with. I don't know. <laughs> I need to talk about someone taking a bullet for me. Who would be the perfect partner for you? Like Chris Stefano. Yeah? <laughs> Chris. And, and we've already... We've already no, okay. yeah. um, Chris, if you're watching this, it's not too late. <laughs> <laughs> Chris would do it in a second. Yeah? I, I will, him and I were texting the other day because he's going to Sicily for the first time. Oh, guess who I met in Italy? You're not going to fucking believe this. Cristiano Ronaldo? No, the most famous woman in the world. Sophia Loren? No, American. American. Kim Kardashian. J-Lo. Oprah. Oh, wow. She's the most Oprah famous Winfrey. woman in the world? Who's more famous than Oprah? Yeah. She has the most... Are we going by followers or by clout? Oh, come on. We're, go- we're by, by everything. Money, it's fucking Oprah. Yeah, it's I, Oprah. I'm sitting at lunch with my friend, uh, Daniel Gattano, a really funny Italian comedian. And so we walk up to this place and uh, we literally just picked a random place. We just wanted to hang out. And he was like, well, we can go here. I'm like, okay, we go into Indento Fuori. I'm like, oh, Fuori, it's a nice day, you know? So we're sitting outside and he goes, Mateo. Questa, they say Oprah. I have no idea Ofra. why. Ofra? Because Oprah. Questa Oprah. And I'm like, huh? And I turn around and it's fucking Oprah. And she walked by and I was like, okay, what can I say? You know, I'm not going to ask her for a photo. What can yeah. I say that's going to tell her everything about me and that, you know, I love her, but in a real quick. So I just said RuPaul's. She walks by. I took off my glasses with my eye contact and I go, you better work. And she <laughs> laughed. She goes, you better work. <laughs> and that was it. And I was like, she knows I'm gay, American, and I think she looks great. You, I, what made you think of that so quickly? Uh, I don't know. It really just that's, came that's to impressive. me. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I met Chelsea Clinton once on a train. I was sitting, I was on the train. It was the day Trump won. And so she wow. was there and I was like, what? And there was no secret service or nothing. I was like, what's going on? That's Hillary on? Clinton and Bill's Her, daughter? Yes. And I was like, and she's just on the train, like a normal person. I got to be honest. I was at um, Soul House one time with my friend. Wow. I don't have the membership. Okay. Not getting me there. You got to be fifty dollars a month for Instagram. <laughs> Not for Soul House. I'm sorry. Yeah. I go with my friends that get in for free. So I'm super excited. I'm going to Italy this year, but I'm doing a little different. I'm driving. I'm not doing the trains back and forth. You're driving to Italy? No, no, I'm not driving to Italy. I'm driving in Italy. You just imagine it. Driving by Positano, the Coliseum, going to see my cousins, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's a great idea and all, bro. But have you ever driven in Italy before? I mean, the drivers are... So damn aggressive. The Vespa's going in and out. People flying, flicking you off. It's another world out there, especially with those signs. How do you read those signs? Well, I'm using this company called Tripiamo. They have guides that you can watch on your laptop, on your phone, and they teach you all the rules and regulations of driving in Italy. Nice. We're happy to say we have a partnership with Tripiamo, and you can get 10% off all summer by using code GUI2023. Oh, when I go to Italy, I'm definitely using Tripiamo. It's 3.23 on a Friday. There's no tables here. First come, first serve. We came. If you're from New York and you haven't come to Rockies yet, you're missing out. You're missing out big time. And if you're in Long Island, what are you doing? Come out to Rockies. What's better in Long Island? Very limited time offer. If you come here to eat, say you saw our video, 
You get dessert on the house. Mention GUI, and then I do a little bit of this. Rainbow cheesecake, cuz. It's the icing on the cake, baby. You know the espresso's good when you see the legend Nino D'Angelo on the box. If you don't believe us, ask our friend Joe Gambino, because the last Scopa tournament, this is the coffee he won. And the espresso machine. You remember that, Rock? This coffee comes straight from Napoli, so if you wanted to taste it from Italy, this is the perfect brand to try. Make sure you visit siacafe.com and type in code GY. They're giving you 25% on all orders from now till the end of June. Salute. But so um, Obama, one of Obama's daughters was there with like two um, friends, and I was like... Where, did, was there Secret Service? That's what I'm saying. And then there I was ecstatic, and I'm like... They gotta be amongst us, you know, right. like like uh, in different tables. You know, I was on a plane, and this woman. I have a hard time sleeping on planes, and so it was flying to Italy. This is in October, so I'm on the plane, and I draw when I'm on on flights. I get my iPad, and I just draw all day. Anyway, so I was up all night, and then so um, I started watching uh, shows on my phone. And this woman, and we we're like waking up. She seemed like kind of drunk, and she was like, "Can I ask you something?" I was like, "Sure." She goes, "Are you a fire marshal?" I go, "What?" She goes, are you a fire marshal? You didn't sleep once uh, the whole flight. I said, ma'am, I'm watching the Golden Girls. I assure you, I'm not a fire marshal. Or whatever it is, like an air marshal or whatever it's called. Xanax saves lives. I have to do that when I fly to Australia. I'm touring in Australia this fall. He just went there for his honeymoon. Oh, really? Oh, Aguri. Tanti Aguri. That flight's brutal. Yeah. And if you don't sleep, my God, you definitely need something. Yeah, I'm going to have, I'll have to like get. What did Michael Jackson have? Like Prepathol or whatever? Like, uh, listen, I'll hire that doctor. We'll get you a couple Zannies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know a guy. <laughs> listen, flying like that is life changing. If you yeah. could get six hours of sleep on a nine hour flight, it's a big game. I will, be, I will be in first. So oh, maybe I was going to say, you definitely fly bed. first. Yeah. But I fly every week, so it's you yeah. Know, yeah I, I mean, it's a thing. You rack up points. You got those miles. Yeah, yeah. I'm diamond status and everything. Although Delta lately, Jet Blue? oh Delta, Delta. Diamond? But they've been fucking up. That's I pay, a flex. You, you pay all this money for the first class, like to fly to Los Angeles, all these other places, and the plane is like a thousand years old. Like when you're trying to like go down to relax, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then the TVs don't work. And then the food at this point, now they're just standing at the front of the plane throwing the food at you. I'm like, ah! Like, it's, I'm, what happened? So I'm not like that fancy, but I'm um, platinum medallion. Okay. I don't want to get it wrong. And I'm a little upset. With Delta? JFK. You fly out of JFK? Or no? Of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So now when you fly Delta out of JFK at Terminal 4, it's a zoo. Yeah. Right? But are you TSA pre checked with clear? Yes. Oh, with clear? Too. Yes. Oh, work. All right. But yeah. if you're checking in a luggage, you can't do sky priority anymore. You got to go with the civilians like, and wait on the line. Really? Because you know? everybody's sky priority. Yeah, but now they have a whole section for, for just Delta but One. Exactly. I'm not there. Okay. I got to work a little harder. I actually was flying the other week, and no- normally JFK is like, you, it, whatever. Like, it's not the worst. Like, I, but I give myself, like, eh, I'll give myself like 20 minutes to get through security. This day was a fucking mess. And I was standing there, and I, I scanned my eyes with the clear thing, which I'm like, I'm sure this is going to the government. And then. Um, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, my whole house will be taken away from me. <laughs> and uh, the, the, there was such chaos that they were like, stand there. Just stand over there. Stand there. And I just said out loud, I go, this is a mess. And then the woman goes, it's not a mess. And the woman working there. And I looked at her, I go, it is a mess. <laughs> I was like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah, it's a mess there. You yes. said, you said one, not to cut you off, B, but you said one thing that I have a couple of gay friends that also say this. 
but is I just want to know if it's a gay thing. Work. Oh like yeah, you, that's like gay. what's like the equivalent? Like word. Like oh, it's okay. our version so, of that. Oh, it's cool. not from that song. Like work. Come girl. <laughs> work at night. Yeah, it just means banging like, song. By the way, it is a banging song. Yeah, I, it it just means kind of like everything. Like uh, okay, yes, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's sort of like a confirming word. I'm kind of jealous of that. Can you give us more lingo? Word, like, Sure. It's like gay lingo. Uh, gay, gay, mm. So, uh, okay, so. Mm. <laughs> How appropriate. <laughs> whatever you want, whatever you want. Okay. You will work is definitely a big one. I mean, people say that. But then there's other words, like, they can be more controversial because it's like, this came from that and you can't use that and this okay, and that. So like, give us the non-controversial ones. Oh, okay. If you could think now of I have any. to think. If I just called my friend Patty. Gag, like, you know, like. Girl, I was girl. We say girl for everything. Girl. Uh, my friend Bob the drag queen has a joke. He's like, every inanimate object is just she. Everything's a she. She, her, her, she, she, she. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's serving. She better work. She's serving a look, you know? Yeah. Okay. okay. That kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. About like a lamp. That's dope. I'm kind of jealous of that. Well, we got cat. That's it. <laughs> and zip. Zip. Yeah. Zip. What zip? is zip again? Zip. You, you ever heard someone Off the boat. Straight zip? off the boat. Oh, I don't. I've never heard that before. Oh, okay. I think, I don't know, is that just a Williamsburg thing? And does everybody say zip? I don't know where it comes from. Like, I, I think know. it's a Williamsburg. You know, it might be a Brooklyn this thing. This part of Brooklyn, we have like, people that grew up here, we have like certain words that only we use. Like another one's map. Okay. Mad annoying person. <laughs> so if someone's annoying, you're like, he's a map. They're a map? He's yeah. A map. That's kind of great, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like, I um, love that. Everybody that I told Brooklyn. that to, they use it. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. I, I have so many questions for you guys because I want to know about, like, first I want to know about your dialect. Mm-hmm. Then I want to talk about food. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, like the shoot, Italian shoot stuff. Shoot away. I, well, I'm just curious. You guys speak, you, you speak a dialect from yeah. Salerno, right? Yeah. Well, so Rocco's mom and dad are both from Sassano. Okay. It's a little town. My mom's from Sassano and my dad's from Sanza. Okay. So my dad came here when he was, like, 18. So every summer when we went back, I really stood in Sanza more. Because uh, his mother was there. My nonna was there. So, like, I would spend my summers there. And he would stay in Sassano. His so, is more, like, not played down. Like, heavy. Yeah, like... Is it? Oh, yo. I'm a foster goes. I'm a portal, valeno, landingope. I'm a tayau, labra, cosi. Oh. You know, like... Do you understand you, anything he's saying? Sure? This, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a cab driver in Naples. I was in Naples a couple of days ago. And the cab driver... And by the way, Naples is the most amazing city in the world. Everyone's not... Even the dogs are fucking Napolitan. <laughs> there was literally... I've never seen this. There was a dog in the middle of the street. It was his street. And he just sat in the middle. Anyone walked by... Yeah. And then people were, like, scared of the dog. And then this she, one old man started trying to hit the dog with his wife's purse. And yeah. I'm, no one listens to traffic. And see, like, amazing. In, something in Sansa, if you see a dog, the first thing will be like, Pasifo. Yeah, Pasifo. You ever hear that? Yeah. No, right? what is yeah. that? It's like, Pasifora. Yeah, be? it's like, get out of the way, basically. Yeah. Oh, I like, guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, in Italy... There's a lot of, like, stray wild dogs. Do- like, yeah, in Sicily, dog. my yeah. cousins were like, don't touch the dogs. I'm like, like okay. Till recently. Till recently. People in Italy never had dogs in the house. No, they're not a big dog in the house people. But now they're evolved. Like, I've seen, especially Milano when I go. Well, Milan is. I was, yeah. was going to say, I can't wait for the Northerners to be like, oh, but we had it for a while now. Because yeah. also in Southern Italy, other, yeah, Southern Italy, you know, stray dogs are very common. Up till recently, though. I think a big thing is that I don't know if they like vaccinate the dogs like for rabies and all that. I mean, I don't know that how many veterinarians there are in Sassano, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, exactly. It's probably... There's one doctor in the town that does every day. Right. He does it all. He's the mayor. 
Yeah. He's also <laughs> signs your citizenship like everything. Well, you know, <laughs> I, our grandparents have a crazy story. Like my nonna told me the other day, back then things were so bad. Yeah. Their doctor was like a veterinarian. It wasn't even like a a legit doctor. So Whatever no, the doctor was like your Zia who would put like olive oil on oh, you and yeah. pray and the malocchio sol- solved everything. Oh my god, the malocchio. You know that, see, the malocchio is another thing that it was made up just to make us feel better, probably. Well, yeah, the evil eye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get to finish my point um, before you. Naples? The, the other questions, no, but about how I reached out was because we were listening to you on a podcast with um, was a Greek guy, Stavi. Oh, Stavros. So, yeah, yeah, Stavros. So. He was listening to it. I was like, Mateo was like, messaged us a while ago. And my friend Lopez was like, bro, he's like super big. You should invite him on the pod. And I was like, you know what? Let me do that. I'm, so, I was so excited. I got, when I, I told to Eric Alessandro, that. we were having lunch and I was like, they invited me to go on the podcast. <laughs> he was like, that's great, man. That's great. <laughs> Eric's a really funny comedian too. Yeah, I, I love yeah. to have him on too. I don't know why we haven't done that. You should, well, he doesn't live here, but when he is here, Cali, is, right? he's going to move back. No, he's in... Um, um, Staten Island? No, he's he's from Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's, another wor- that's another world. <laughs> right. He's from... Uh, he lives in Austin with his girlfriend, with his oh, wife. Texas. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that the 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 Naples, um, the cab driver we had, because I love dialects because I, I don't speak it. I know some Sicilian, but... Picherietto? Um, yeah but we the cab driver we have was like in his early hundreds and we're driving and he literally stops in the middle of the street rolls his window down to yell at another cab driver and yeah and i'm like what i'm like what is then he kept trying to ask me questions and my friend ted zeta who was born and raised in rome she was like kind of interpreting for me but she kept saying like we just couldn't i i loved it and he was like He's like, do nonna, la do nonna. I'm like, eh, la mia nonna di Napoli. Bo shuka la valare. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matteo, we got to talk about that one super viral clip. I bet you already know what I'm going to say. The French and the croissant. I, yeah. Was I, that a real story? A hundred percent true. Fact I was, or cat, Matteo. It is fact. <laughs> that is more fact than Adam and Eve. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I was in Paris. I went to Paris. Um, I slept with this Brazilian guy here and I was like, good enough for me. And he lives there. So I flew out there. And, um, but we had a great week. And him and I still talk about it because the two things happened one at McDonald's and one with that, the croissant. But the croissant was a de- dead. True story. It was really early in the morning. It was raining and it was near the Notre Dame. So I was kind of exploring the city in Paris by myself because I'd never been and he had to work. So I'm walking around. I was like, you know what? I'll just go get like a croissant because obviously like they're so good there. So I walk and it was just me and the woman working there. And I was like, well, I'm fluent in Italian and I do speak French actually pretty well. So I was like, okay, like I'm going to like really get this. But I started Googling how to say it. Because I wanted to, like, really impress this woman. I didn't want to be the American and be like, Bonjour, I have a question. So, um, you know, we know we know who you are. Yeah. So, uh, Bonjour, I have a question. <laughs> I, I work at the Wawa. So I um, I was, like, Googling it, and I walk up to her, and she's like, you know, the French, Bonjour. And I was like, Bonjour, madame. Alors, je veux travailler un pain au chocolat avec un croissant, s'il vous plaît. And she's like, that, that was, was $4.95. <laughs> I was like, fucking bitch. <laughs> Yeah. That was flawless. I mean, it, we don't know better. We're obviously not French. No, but, but to me, French is Italian with a French accent. Because yeah. the French language is actually it's closer similar. to Italian yeah. than Spanish. It's Latin root, right? Yeah. There's Spanish, Italian, French, Portuguese, and Romanian. And they're all related. But 
um, it's interesting because it's like, to me, I can't understand Portuguese, like nothing. But I under, I speak Spanish and speak Spanish and understand Spanish. Like it's really similar hearing to Italian. When I, when I hear someone speaking like Portuguese, I could kind of pick up. I think it's a dialect. Yeah. I was I, like, I are, you yeah. <laughs> are you buddies? Yeah. I could pick some of it up because I speak Spanish, a little Spanish too. So like I could pick up some words, but even with French, I pick up some words. Yeah. But be, I was in France. I was in Paris one day um, last April and I was in my Uber. And what happened to me, like when I was traveling to the airport, one of the wheels on my luggage broke. So I was like in, on three wheels and I had to do like five European cities in six days because oh with my friend's tour. So like I'm trying to tell my like cab driver, let me make a quick pit stop because I need to buy a luggage and I'll change it when I get to the hotel. So I'm like using Google Translate and then he's like, he's like one of these old school cab drivers that doesn't know how to type. Yeah. So he was like talking <laughs> into Google Translate as I was typing and I'm just handing the phone back and forth. It was like the scariest moment of my life, I think. <laughs> yeah. But it's amazing that technology allowed you to even do that. Yeah, you can right? literally, at this point, you just talk and then it translates and then they yeah. talk, it translates back. Yeah, but with his French dialect from whatever it is. Like, oh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It yeah. didn't work. You know what's crazy is now they have a thing on your phone. I was just in Paris um, with Stavros and um, we the menus, you can just take your phone and then put it over and it translates everything to English. No so you do, yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you look that. at the menu and then everything just translates to English because yeah. I don't know what the fuck the French food is. It has the lines. You never How saw are them? French people? Are they nice? I they, I think they're great. French are awesome. Like, I mean, we, last time I went was a couple months ago with me, Andrew Schultz, Stavros, um, uh, Andrew Santino. We were there for Men's Fashion Week for uh, Kid Super, who was being presented by Louis Vuitton, and they he's flew from us. he's from here, Kid Super, yeah, Broadway, yeah, 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 and they flew us out last minute on a private jet. Sick. It was insane, yeah. and um, but anyways, we had two days together. So me, me, uh, Andrew, and Stavros were like, well, let's let's do it. Let's have a French day, you know. Like tomorrow's the show. Mm -hmm. So like we went to you know see the Eiffel Tower, and and Andrew was like, I really want to go to this this breakfast place. I found this breakfast place. So but I was the translator. I had to like say like you know like il y a petit s'il vous plaît, you know. And they they always responded very well with the fact that I spoke some French. You know, Italy's different. Yeah. They're, Fact they're, or cap, Italians have beef with French. Fact. Very yeah. much so. Ever Why since do you that think? headbutt. Ever yeah. since that? 2006? Oh, that's what cemented it. That's what made it, like, known to the world. Yeah. But they're just kind of, like, Italy and France are always competing. It's like, who's culturally more elite or superior? Yeah. Because it's like, there's a lot of history in What's those the score to that game, you think? Italy wins. The food is yeah. better. <laughs> we won by 20? Mercy rule? Um, I don't know anything about sports, but uh, <laughs> sure. Is it a lot to a little? Uh, they, they, how about um, France came in seventh place in American Idol? Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I didn't right. know San Remo, by the way, that. was such a big thing. And my yeah. friend Diletta, she works for Rai. She's like a, a, a Rai presenter anyway so she i, I follow her on instagram I was, we had lunch the other day and i go i'm like oh pensate que tu stavi preparando per il super bowl che cosa è sanremo she's like no era un competizione cantante con yeah, giorgia they, they, they go very hard with that but i was like i literally thought she was like like preparing for the super it bowl it is the italian super bowl in a sense it is, it is. which it i love is, that it's yeah. singing you know yeah. what i mean it's yeah. so good giorgia <laughs> whoever whoever wins sanremo basically has the hit song for the next year yeah so it's a big deal for like all the artists there I, my favorite singer in Italy is Giorgia. I think she's the best singer in she Italy. She was just on a feature with uh, my friend Joliet. Really? Yeah, he's a Napolitano rapper. 
Oh, cool. Yeah. Did he like her? Well, he has a, a song with her that just came out. God, so I'm pretty, good. I'm pretty sure. Oh, she has the, my favorite song is Sole Azzurro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about Blanco? You listen to Blanco or Mahmood? Mm-mm. You like Mahmood. I would? Yeah. I like Mina. You know what I mean? I'm like that. So on San Remo now, <laughs> this is a perfect topic, but over the last like two years, you know Italy's super strict with like gay this, that like showing on mainstream. Right. And basically San Remo, two years ago, Mahmood and Blanco won San Remo, and Mahmood's like open out like and in the videos like kissing guy and Italy's never seen anything like that. Damn. And this year even more. So well, you know, it's like it, it is interesting. Like like in Rome, Milan, it's like fine, right? It's mm-hmm. like fashion. Like <laughs> you kind of have to be gay to live in Milan. <laughs> um, but the but the rest is like you know, Italy's a country that is, uh, yeah. If you're gay, it, it's not always it's not easy. Yeah. You know, I remember like I remember in when I told my friend Francesco in Sicily that I was gay. It was the equivalent of me telling him that I just murdered his dog. Really? You know, but like he's like had to really process it. Now he's fine. He lives in Torino and he's a dentist. But um, <laughs> you know, but at he the time he had to move up north to get get did, with the program. He did. He did. Yeah. But you know what? I really find Italians are like. How old were you at the like? How old were you guys at this point? Oh, uh, eighteen. I came out when I was eighteen. Okay, so I went to art school. So a lot's like, changed since like. You know, lots over last yeah, back years. in my day. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I, back in, I remember back then. Yeah, yeah, I walked. I came out and walked with one shoe. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's different now. Yeah, things are better now. It's different now, and all my friends are straight in Italy, besides my friend Daniele, and he's a comedian who goes on TV and like discusses the word frocio. Like he's oh, wow. re- like yeah. and really going for it. And I was like, but that's Damn, that's like that's derogatory, awesome. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so they just say gay. I, exactly. I see all your clips. That's what you say. <laughs> it's so true. It's true. They say gay with an Italian accent. Gay. Hey, my visto questo ragazzo, ma mi sembra gay. I'm like, what? <laughs> Weekend, shopping, gay. That's so funny. Ma chi stai gay? Ma lui, ma che dice lui, ma il gay? I gotta be honest. If I didn't hear you speak English just Italian, I would think you were a, like super zip. Yeah, he, loves, he loves the zip. I just keep thinking of like a Ziploc bag, <laughs> um, probably. But like, I do have an, I have a, I have a mix of like a Sicilian and Chicago accent when I speak Italian. For me and Rock, right when we go, like, let's say if I went to Italy right now, a lot of people do dress like because Italy. If you walk now, through Naples, they would think you're Italian. You think? So? Well, yeah, Naples, yes. yeah, but maybe Milan because Italy is like same thing, like with hip hop now. Everybody's like dressing like Americans with like baseball hats. Um, you know, everybody has access to this kind of stuff. But what I'm trying to say is like Italians in general, like when I used to go back all the time when I was younger, like my friends from my town would wear the tightest pants. <laughs> and then the girls wear like Shmedios. parachute pants. Yeah. So I know. I remember being a kid, like they all dressed so gay. I remember being a kid going to Sicily and I was so scared of my own sexuality in case anyone would find out. And then I go to the beach and every man is in a Speedo dancing oh, to the YMCA. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? I'll never forget that. My friend Marco was leading the charge. It was like, YMCA. And I was like, wait, what? Why do I want to yell faggot? Like, I can't believe that this is happening right now. Right. Have you ever wore a Speedo? Never. No. Oh, it's all I wear. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, yeah, you're fit. Like me, I would look like a butterball. <laughs> I just don't have. 
But I remember, I remember there was like this old Sicilian dude on the beach, and he was like really big, and crazy, he had a tiny speedo, and he would just walk into the ocean and come back out with all those sea urchins and cut yeah. them up and suck it up. Yeah, you see nothing but Ugh. butt crack and shit. Yeah, they don't know shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pubes just hanging out. Yeah, it's crazy. They don't give a shit. Wild Wild West. They love being tan. They love being in speedos, and they're not going to change. What do you think about? In Italy? I hate it. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> Joking. Um, more like people's um, hygiene. You think um, it's uh, they're a little, you know, a couple years back with that? No, I th- now I think it's like they're very. You're talking about deodorant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember putting deodorant on for the first time. My friend's mom was like, "What are you putting on?" And I was like, "This de- deodorante." I don't know how to work for. Um, but no, now Italian, like especially like in Rome and stuff, it's like in the big you know, cities. Yeah, of course. Like you can't leave the house with wet hair. You know, you gotta like you know. Yeah, people are pretty. They're pretty fashionable, you know, and yeah. pretty kept kept clean. I even think like the teeth hygiene are way behind. I mean, maybe it's just like where we're from. Like in Milano, you never see this. Like I can't say I walked up to some like one of my buddies in Milano and say they were stinky. But back <laughs> yeah. in the hometown, they were stinky. It is crazy to think about how different it is culturally in each city in Italy. Yeah, like, yeah. each town. Like, the Bades and Napolitana are, like, nothing alike. I think it's, it's so because crazy. they don't want to waste money. Like, they don't have money. I'm not trying to sound messed up. But, like, I'll, I'll give you another example. Like, I know kids or grown grown adults that wear the same fit oh. every day. Like, they wear the same green polo shirt. Well, there is a thing. I remember living in that town of Monte Castello di Vibio, and one thing that they were telling me was uh, a lot of times Italians will, instead of buying a shit ton of clothes like we buy, right? So we have a different outfit every day. They'll buy really nice clothes and switch that out. So you'll see them wearing the same outfit, like kind of different variations, but it's really nice clothes and usually seasonal. Longevity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're Americans. So, like, we go to H&M, which is essentially buying Kleenex sewn together. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about, like, the sweater? Over the top of the shirt with the nice. Uh, I know. I don't. That to me, it screams Ralph Lauren in the nineteen eighties. <laughs> I hate homosexuals, so I can't like, I can't get behind it. That's it like is super Italian. Italian. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. That's a typical like summer night in Italy, like with like a popped with, collar a festa, and then, like a yeah, linen like, pants, oh, like a white button down with the. That's black. cringe. That's so cringe. Yeah. How you doing? Like. Yeah, that's when I don't. I, that's when I. Look. That's a map right there. Yeah. That's a super map. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I. New York Italians, you guys are wild. I love we it. You speak a different language. It is, yeah, you do. You speak a different English and you speak a different yeah. Italian. Yeah, it's great. It's cool. What uh, what else are some similarities with like New York Italians or differences? And for Chicago yeah, Italians, for, yeah, that you've seen since. Well, you've been here. it's like the again, it's like the 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 like function of the family and how people react and how big Italians are, like how emotional and dramatic and like you know that kind of stuff. It's like I feel like very comfortable. What was her name? I forget. Irma. I love her. And I'm like, I have a million Zias like her. Mm-hmm. I know I know this energy, this you, vibe. Cool. She's great, you yeah. know? And it's like, I'm super comfortable around that, where it's like, even this, like, it's, oh, it is so weird to think, like, you don't think Italians are that different until you aren't with Italians, and suddenly, like, I would go to my so friend true. Mark. It's hard. Like, I went to my friend Mark's house in Chicago, and um, wonderful family, very nice. I, I was blown away by the experience at their dinner table, because... One person talks at a time, and they almost are talking about nothing real. No one's fighting. There's no. What are you like, about? T- oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I heard that John uh, got a new job. Really? What does he do? Well, uh, he was working for that assistant, and now he's moved on to a job. I'm like, what are you guys right, talking right, about? Let's do it in Italian now. Oh, John got a new job. 
Oh, Mario, what's oh. up, buddy? <laughs> Sit I down mean, over here. We'd be like shocking, yeah, you know, I, and it, you know, I don't uh, know, like, like, like conversations. Guy's got a ton oh, of money, you know. About like, it, forget it, man. I remember once he's doing well the, for himself. It was a Sunday night. I was sitting at my aunt's. My aunt, we always eat at my aunt's house for uh, Sunday, and so we're sitting there. And my cousin Kelly's like, "Well, you know, so and so got a new boyfriend." I go, "Is he hot?" She goes, mm. "My aunt's and he goes." All right, you took too long to wait. The answer is no. Now keep going. You know, like <laughs> just stuff like that. I'm like, that would never happen at Mark's house. And I was that's my fr- fantastic. I love it. That's my favorite part about it is like oh, yeah. sitting in long dinners, long conversations, yeah. some serious, some really funny, arguing. You know, it's like gossip. Gossip. No one gossips better than an Italian woman. No. It's not soccer mom gossip. There's like yeah. real drama to it. Because as a gay kid, all I want to do is sit with my aunts and listen to them gossip. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're just, I don't even know who they're talking about. And, like, the, re- like the reactions. Like, my non will be like, <gasps> you know, like, this is so dramatic. Speaking of wow. uh, a dialect from our town, it's like when we would walk by in the town to get back by our nonna's house, it'd be like, you know, like, they were asked that? Like, oh, Kizifi. Kiparendu. Like, who are you related to? Or, ah, ah, yeah, like, parenti, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, in our town, like, Kizifi, like, yeah, yeah. And then my, yeah, like my kids, nonna yeah. would be Juanina de Scala. But it's Juanina de Scala. But <laughs> who are you her related nickname, to? Her nickname is, her nickname was Juanina de Scala because my grandfather was, like, 6'2". I don't know why. I didn't get any height, but <laughs> say he was so tall that he didn't need a ladder. So his name was Sabino de Scala. That's so funny. So... Now, my dad is Antonio de Scala. So, like, we have a nickname that kind of, like, passes on with the family. So, my kids, one day, they'll be Antonio and Alessandro de Scala, you know? Are you guys going to teach your kids Italian? I mean, yeah. I try to, but it's, it's kind of hard, believe you it or not. You just got to get them to watch. Well, it's funny because, like, my cousins who moved to Jersey, <laughs> shocking, and uh, they're from Sicily, and their daughter, she's almost four now. Now, she she's connected that mm-hmm. there's two separate languages, but mm-hmm. for... A long time, she's just speaking both. You know what I mean? Like she was like, "Am I?" I was talking to my mom, and let me that's again, no bosso andare. And I said, "I want to." And then it was Floyd, their dog Floyd. Floyd, lady, she non si fa, non si fa. And I and I'm like, "What?" She doesn't know what language she's speaking. <laughs> Matteo, you definitely watch like Netflix in Italian nonstop because that um, that's how you probably hone your skills to practice it. Well, there's a girl, a woman at the comedy cellar, and her name is Liz. She's the one of the managers, and she's uh-huh. fluent in Italian and Spanish. So and you she, practice with? Like, I talk to her in Italian or like my cousins um you know i do watch a lot of italian uh on youtube there's like this one channel fuck what's the name of like la squeeze la squeezita or something it's all cooking and they'll get like three chefs who specify like in a certain dish like carbonara and then they watch videos of americans or other people on youtube making their version of carbonara and they critique it but everything's in italian and then they show how to make like the real version of carbonara and stuff but so i watch a lot of that just to keep it like just like in my head but it takes a day or two like when i went to italy like you get there and you feel like you're tripping over yourself yeah. you're like e over uh but uh but, you know but then after six days i'm only speaking italian yeah, I love so it. like it's the best oh my god like it's so fresh in my head right now and you're saying phrases where you're like damn i really really speak it yeah no i, I agree that the only way to really do you, do you think you speak italian every day at least once a day yeah that's the only way for me that to keep it sharp is if you like talk to someone at least every day in Italian. Yeah, you have to like just keep that muscle going. You will forget it. I mean, people forget it. 
And it makes sense. You know, it's like it's not you would think it would be stuck with you forever. But like if we all lived in Italy for the rest of our lives, 15 years from now, we'd probably have a hard time speaking English. Yeah. It wouldn't come to us so quickly. I think with social media now, maybe it might be a little easier. Maybe. Like if you're seeing videos and stuff. But if you're not actually talking, I could imagine it's a little harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's funny because like now that I've become so popular in Italy, I'm doing these shows in Italy. And then the first questions they ask me are, they buy the tickets and then they go, Questa sarà bene in inglese o italiano? After <laughs> like, they pay. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, it's going to be an English show. I'm sorry. That's amazing that you sell out there, man. Yeah, that's, two shows. We're adding a third that's show. That's amazing. We've, Congratulations. We've Thank that's you. Great. Yeah, it's cool. It's, and my, it's, Italy is not a place comics go and perform. So I'm really proud. Like, oh, I've connected with Italy and it's, you know, Italians. And they, we've sold out all of our shows in Rome. And, Are you touring now? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the middle, like, of a heavy tour. I just like did the, the Beacon Theater in New oh, York. Oh, nice. That's Congratulations. Amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. I know Chris is going to be there. He's doing Radio City. Oh, he just did the Beacon, actually. He did the Beacon. Yeah, he yeah. just did the Beacon. And I think he's doing MSG, too, if I'm... Yeah, he's yeah. doing Radio City and then the theater at Madison Square Garden. That's crazy. And he, That's like, crazy. sold out right away. Oh, yeah, no question. No question. Who are some of your favorite comics that you... Uh, Yamanika like? Saunders is one of the funniest fucking people on earth. Lisa Traeger, um, Jessica Curson... Chris Stefano, um, Schultz, Stavros. Um, I mean, there's so much. I'm with. I hang out with a lot of really fucking funny people. Keith Robinson is one of my favorites. He's like an old school comic, and I emphasize old Keith in case you're watching. Um, <laughs> I like comics because comics hanging out with comics. It feels very like Italian because everyone busts your balls, yeah. and you got to come to the table and be ready. To you fight. gotta be sharp. You, you gotta, gotta be, be sharp. sharp. You cannot sit at that comedy cellar table with those comedians and they'll just, they will eat you the fuck up and they will not feel bad about it. So, you know, it's like, cause you know how Italians are. Everyone's busting everyone's balls, right? Yeah. So that's, even though I'm gay, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I am ready to fight. How, how did you start, like, being a comic? Did you just. I, you know, it's interesting because it's like, I've always been funny. I sang opera when I was... In- <laughs> sing opera? Oh, give me something. You're yeah, a man of many hats. Do you know what's funny? I'm an, a bass. I'm the lowest version of a, a male singer. But you wouldn't expect it because my voice sounds so high. But when I sing opera, it's Prove literally like... It. It's so... That's amazing. Wow. I know. That's but amazing. Um, look, comedy to now things have changed. But I never... I just didn't think it was um, a possibility. I never saw a gay man do comedy. I was 23 the first time I saw a gay man do stand-up. I just was like, okay, that's for straight men, and all the jokes are gay jokes, and it's like, all right, that's just like not my vibe. I get it, you know? But then I saw Joan Rivers perform for the first time, and it, I mean, it was like, an, I, it changed my life. I, I remember where I was, how I felt, what I was thinking, and I was like, I want to do stand-up comedy. Like, she opened the door for me to want to do it, because she just harnessed it with so much power on stage and she didn't give a fucking shit and she yelled she would walk out into her audiences she's 80 years old in high heels screaming if you're old get up i hate old people i hate ugly people lesbians move to the back of the room like Jesus. just like like this bitch i just spoke to me so did you just start doing like writing a, a set after that or i was friends with this uh, uh comedian named marty de rosa who's great another italian and um so it was an italian who got me into comedy <laughs> and he was dating my friend anais at the time and i said to him like i just didn't understand the world of comedy but i was 23 and i said i want to do stand-up comedy and he was like okay you can do three minutes 
on my show. He ran some show at some bar in uh, Old Town in Chicago. So I went. I brought 34 members of my family. My grandparents came. All my cousins came. The typical Italian way. All came. And uh, they, one time I did a show at a gay bar. My whole family came, including my grandparents. <laughs> and it was so funny because my uh, Uncle Mike came back. He's like, the bathrooms are real clean. And my aunt Cindy goes, what do you think? They're dripping with semen? He's like, please, Cindy. But... Um, <laughs> So I did my first show there and it just kind of stuck. I was like, wow. I was like, this is it. And it like my life shifted. It went from like going out to gay bars and doing this. Everything became stand up comedy. I wow. just when I moved to New York, I didn't go out. I didn't go dancing. I didn't party. I didn't. I just did stand up comedy Monday to Monday. And Would you was, say New York is a capital for stand-up comedy? No question. Yeah. It is the mecca of stand-up comedy. It is where comedy, you know, you can do comedy in other places and do a really great job. There's great scenes in Chicago and Seattle and San Francisco. LA, LA or no? LA, in LA too, yeah, yeah. But it New York takes it to a complete other level. And truly, I feel that... Why, if why you, is that? It's the amount of shows that are happening. It's the kind of rooms that you're working. It's the attitude of the city, and it's the the ease of getting around with the train. What's the What's that street in the city? Um, what is like all the comedy? Um, McDougal. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's like a super iconic spot where like yeah. everybody's been through to like. Yeah, I mean the Comedy Cellar today. It's still like Chris Rock comes there. Yeah. Louis C.K., Bill Burr, Amy Schumer, like they all come there to perform. Well, yeah. Isn't it true? Let's say. You have your hour special when you're on tour. I'm filming my special May 2nd, by the way. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. I might come back on this to promote it. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. Open invitation. Okay. But if you're going to try something new, would you try it in a place like a small venue like that? Yeah, so like right now I have my hour for like an hour meaning like I have my show that are yes, jokes that yes. I worked out in clubs and the comedy cellar. Mm-hmm. It's taken about two and a half years to get this current show that I have now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to film this May 2nd and I'm releasing it in June. So I'm not giving myself a lot of time, but I have to have a new hour by September. So what I'll do, I have about 20 minutes I'm sitting on right now that I really, really like. Mm-hmm. It's enough for me to start building off that. So the second I film my special, I'll be working at the comedy cellar. Every single night, probably four shows a night, Monday to Monday, and just get back in that routine. Because I can't sit at a coffee shop and write. I have to be, like with my family, I have to be with people to feel the reaction to go back. Yeah, Yeah. because like I think all my stand-up and all my humor comes from my family. Everything I do is exactly how my family, the rhythm in which I talk and how I tell jokes and impersonation and stuff is all for my family. But if yeah, I just if I sit there and write by myself, it's like it goes nowhere. But I'm on stage and I start talking and I get a reaction. It it ignites something inside of me and like jokes start to come to you. Then you record yourself on your phone. So you, you like record your jokes like that? I I put my I put it down on the. There's always a stool. Mm-hmm. I press record and leave it. And then I go back and listen to it afterwards. Okay, this joke worked. That didn't work. Take this out. This That's might be funny to add here. Yeah. And then you organize in your notes on your phone. So I just go up and look at my, my notes and yeah. Did you want to say anything else before? Because I know you said you had a couple questions for us. I just want to talk about Italian food. That was yeah. it. Right, I feel like bad with the religion part. We should probably cut yeah, the religion no, it, part. We'll, we'll cut it. Okay, we'll cut yeah, that. We'll get rid of that. I mean, they're going to... Right I'll after get, we cut, we'll... we'll here, I'm going to get red for filth. Yeah. That's a gay term. Red for filth. Red for filth. Means they're going to beat... They're going <laughs> to chew my head off they're okay. gonna kill me um wh- uh, what are your guys' favorite italian foods and then what do you think of the difference between american italian and italian italian foods Man, that's a whole nother podcast I, we could start with like one dish um, you know what i mean like i don't know but 
I'm like a homemade cavatelli guy. Oh, That's nice. My favorite. You ever have cavatelli? Or of course. No? What do you think? I turned Italian yesterday? No, no, yeah, it's, of course. It's heavy napolitan, you know. So my my, my nonna's napolitan. Yeah. So the cooking in our house is more napolitan. It's gonna. It's not. I'm gonna like cheat a little bit here, but my favorite thing is like antipasto, like okay. prosciutto, mortadella, provolone, uh, fresh mozzarella, like buffalo mozzarella. Like I love my f- favorite lunch is just having like a bunch of things couple loaves of bread and like everybody snacking on what they want to eat. Yeah, you know? I do love that too. What about you? I just wish the only, th- I love American Italian food. I really love it. But I, the only thing that makes me mad is it's not as al dente as it is in Italy. Yeah. Not that I'm <laughs> sure, but when you eat in Rome, you're almost like <laughs> on the yeah. pasta. It's awesome. I love, I love that texture. I love that texture. Like that. And I'm like, fuck, I, I wish like, I wish restaurants would make, but I think Americans are not used to al dente. They think it's undercooked. Yeah, yeah. So obviously they're doing, they're at a business, yeah. they should make money. But to have pasta really cooked al dente, it's like every time you go to Italy and you order that first bowl of pasta and you eat it, you're like, yes. Ah. Can you tell the a lot of people don't talk about this enough, but also the quality of different kinds of pastas? Well, like, they they are very specific to the rules in Italy. Here we're a little looser, you know. But in Italy, it's like you only use two types of pasta for carbonara, and it has exactly, to be dry pasta, exactly. spaghetti or rigatoni. Yeah. You know, for um, pesto linguini. Right, yeah. and it's like it has to be made this way. Pastas are made for specific sauces. That's why there's so many shapes. Mm-hmm. You know, we're here. We just kind of like whatever. I'll have you know this with red sauce or whatever. But they're very specific there. Like you know, with the bolognese, you have fresh pasta, and you, it's like a whole kind of science. You know. Yeah, I think that's a big difference. I mean, fresh pasta. You're not getting al dente fresh pasta. No, you can get a kind of bite to it. I just went to this place called Zumberto, which is I go every time. They have the best bucatina la madrishana in the world. It's Where in, is this? In Rome, in Trastevere. Okay. Best bucatina madrishana. I never give away the name, but this is Italian, so I'm like, you guys need to go. But um, they just brought to the table a pasta with guanciale and pepperoncino with mm. fettuccine, and it was um, the pasta was fresh pasta, but it was they somehow it had like a bite to it. Yeah. It was amazing. It was really good. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. Yeah. With fresh pasta. Yeah, I mean, listen, in Italy, they take pasta so serious. And here it's like, okay, you go to a restaurant, $50, a plate of pasta, $40, a plate of pasta. But in Italy, you also eat, like, so much better for so much cheaper, yeah. too. And they give you, per, like, the, the portions are really sort of smaller. I get yeah. my friend Katie Parla, who's a great author, an Italian author, She's a, New, she's a New Yorker and then moved to Italy 20 years ago. And now she writes all these books about Italian cuisine. And she said to me something really interesting I didn't think about is that the Italians are very consumed with, the, with a healthy digestion. So that's why they eat their courses separately. Yes. So your stomach can digest it. And then that's why you also have un digestivo afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But they really, the portion size and everything, it's about serving their digestion as opposed to America where like we just kind of throw it all on a plate and go for it. Besides the al dente, like how we eat it more mushad and mm-hmm. Italy is more al dente. Another big thing that I see with Italian culture is that pasta is not a bad thing. I feel like you're almost like, no, pasta, I can't eat pasta, no carbs. Right, right. Where there, it's like you're saying, small portion, like the size of a fist. You eat a little of that, a little salad, then, you know, a little fish or meat, and then a digestivo, and bonanot. Yeah. And they also eat earlier, like at four or five, instead, like, I 
Phil over here will eat at eight or nine almost. Well, in Sicily, we'd have dinner at like eleven yeah, p.m. Yeah, we madly. My really? family's mad. Yeah, we but, eat at like eleven. But sometimes, well, eleven at night. Yeah. Really? Because it's so in the hot. House? No, we eat outside because it's so hot. They have like a table outside. It's like a frisk. Really? Yeah. Because I I looked at it more like you eat at four or five, and then like when you're in the piazza, you eat something small when you're out, like a. Panino or, you know, something yeah. like that. Well, I know I know with Italians, like the pasta, where else could I talk about this and people would give a shit? The pasta, I, re- I read a whole thing about, like, the chemicals that go into American pasta versus Italian pasta. And it's, the American pasta has tons of different chemicals in it. Of course. You know, whether it's preservatives from the wheat or whatever, it, it fucks up your stomach. So people who eat pasta and feel sluggish afterwards or bad afterwards, it's because you're, the stomach is can't really handle all the chemicals. Where in Italy they 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 don't have any. It's just Rock. Tell me about the post you just we just made. Like what we just posted about the the meat. Oh, did you hear about that? Mm. The lab grown meat in Italy. Are they doing lab grown meat? They, in they Italy? banned they're, it. They're ban they're banning it. Yeah, that's probably yeah. Not in America. But they though. they respect <laughs> their animals in a way. I think you know more so than a lot of other countries where. You know, they they if they have pigs and they want them to taste good, they treat them well and they yeah. eat, they feed them well. And like in Italians, all say it, like yeah, it tastes good because they ha- they ate good. And, right. You know, it's not just for like total consumerism. So that's what I love about Italy is like the respect for food and yeah. life and animals way, and way yeah, and you eat something and you don't feel like I'm just eating this for you know fuel i'm eating this because it's someone that someone love you really can taste when someone uses love to make something yeah oh my god are you kidding me forget about it yeah listen we're so excited guys thank you so much for having me thank you for coming i'm so excited when i got the message from you i literally it was like i won an oscar i was like oh my god i get to talk about being italian italian oscar (laughs) 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 yeah but thank you so much thanks for making up the time we appreciate it oh my god thanks and you guys do a great job keep going it's great all the all the italians love it thank you so much best of luck to you grazie ciao